This episode is proudly sponsored by Independent Unit Management, offering comprehensive property services trusted by over 8,000 property owners. IUM enhance, manage and protect New South Wales properties statewide, ensuring you have the power to protect not only your individual investment, but the collective strata asset. We're very thankful for Jeff at IUM for being the founding sponsor of MyPeak. Contact Jeff and the team of strata managers at ium.com.au. Today's episode is also proudly sponsored by property law firm DMC Lawyers. DMC is offering 10% off for all MyPeak community members. They're a local law firm operating out of Gregory Hills, specializing in commercial leasing and commercial and residential conveyancing. Dino is also an invested MyPeak member. Contact Dean and the team at DMC Lawyers on 0456 970 507. Let's get into it. G'day and welcome back to the MyPeak podcast. We're athlete coaches specializing in cricket through holistic development. We focus on you as a whole to reach your peak performance. My peak stands for pre-elite athlete creation. In this podcast, we give you the tools to transform from the pre-elite to the elite. Great to be back, Cameron. Yes, Jordan, great to be back. It's been a little while, but the boys are back for the podcast. The My Peak podcast is back for 2024, ladies and gentlemen. It's just funny. The podcast absolutely speaks volumes of how important routine is. Back end of the year, we start to have a few different things going on. Days change and podcast slides down the list of to-dos, but we're fully back in routine now, which is awesome. Yes, correct. And I think there's a good opportunity for us to kick this podcast off at this time of the year because it's finals time of cricket season now, Jordan. Yeah, it's an exciting time, particularly for athletes. If you look back potentially to the start of usually May, I reckon some people are already hitting balls and, and sort of training again. So it's a uh, it's a long season and a long pre-season to get to this point. So it's an exciting time for the athletes who are preparing and going to play finals cricket. Yeah, so... Today, we're going to start off by touching on uh, preparing for finals cricket. We've got three things to put at the focus heading into finals, whether that's something that's a couple of weeks away for your competition or for some of you, it starts this weekend. And then after we touch on three things, then we're going to unpack a few uh, outstanding performances from some My Peak athletes and coaches for that matter too, and then tie it up with our holistic tip of the week. I think we have to start with how well one of our my peak coaches are doing at the moment straight into it oh straight into it henry rails i was lucky enough to watch a master class from henry on the weekend i was down at raby uh coaching the girls side and henry was on raby one and um it's just great to see henry doing what he's doing this year he's second leading wicket taker in first grade across um the whole competition and his average in first grade minus the t20s this year is is sort of mid 40s and it's just it's exciting to see particularly Cameron you would know that we've sort of watched Henry not necessarily struggle but have some years where he's trying to figure things out he's been tinkering obviously with technique with mindset a lot with holistic tips over the last couple of years and um it's great to see a click for him I'm, I couldn't be happier for him yeah definitely it's there's a few things that spring to mind that we talk about here on the podcast when we see the results from Henry over the past well a few cricket seasons now and trust in the process is something that comes to my mind which we've done a podcast episode on in the past and in that episode we touched on when to trust the process and when to perhaps tinker with the process and we've seen both elements from Henry this cricket season where there's parts of his game that he has tinkered and 
in order to improve but then also a lot of trust in what he's doing and also another thing that was spoken on in a whole new episode is placing yourself in an environment that you know you're going to excel in and it's something that you hear all the time but to make a move to change clubs and make the proactive decision to put yourself in an environment where a he feels a little bit more comfortable he feels like he's supported and has the confidence from his teammates and from his club but then also an environment that gives himself a bit more ownership on his performance to a bit more a greater role in the team and a greater opportunity to impact the game and hence why his results have skyrocketed just in terms of numbers not necessarily in terms of influence on the field because i think he's done that the past few seasons but this year's been a clear rise in the numbers that he's producing on the cricket field yeah i think they're two fantastic things that cam's pointed out there the surrounding yourself in the right environment and the trusting the process the other thing that sticks out to me a little bit is the risk that henry had to take you know all great things come with some sort of sacrifice and some sort of risk worth taking you know he's got outside his comfort zone again which we've spoken about um and placed himself you know 45 minutes down the northern road to play at a new club um and you never know how you're going to be received or obviously don't know ground conditions as familiarly as you did when you were playing at the club you've always played at so risk taking is also a huge part of the formula of success and We've sort of mentioned three or four things um, that we've, we've loved that Henry has done in the move that we've done full episodes on, you know, comfort zone, trusting the process. Um, it's just been phenomenal to watch um, someone who's sort of taken the advice and really relished in the my peak values and, and sort of what we stand for. And, and now we're seeing results at the top level. It would be um, some real icing on the cake to see Henry sort of play like that second 11 game at some stage early next year if he um, continues in this form. Definitely. Well, we could talk about it all day because it's a, it's something that we know Henry's had within him for a long time. Yeah. But to see, and it's a, it is a good time to talk about it because we talk about a lot of these things, not just on this podcast, but also down at My Peak Training. But to see it actually come to life, to come to fruition and see those processes turn into results, which we speak about a lot on this podcast is about processes, but at the end of the day, we are trying to get the results. So when we do see these results, I think it's important we do just touch on um, how these results come and it does come back to those processes. So yeah, I think we'll move on to today's topic. Yeah, absolutely. So three ways to be at your peak for finals. So as we said, we are getting down to that um, important part of the season where things are on the line, uh, it becomes all about uh, hopefully winning that championship flag. Yeah, definitely. And finals cricket's exciting. This is, like Geordie said before, like a lot of my peak athletes out there started their preseason, you know, 9, 10, even 11 months ago. And a lot of those preseason days, those early morning Saturdays back in the middle of winter and those extra sessions down at uh, Birua Reserve, they're all transpired around us getting to get these opportunities to play finals cricket. So this is what we'll touch on throughout these three things. But first of all, to start by understanding that this is what we've been working for. So this is our opportunity to go out there and actually enjoy the game more than we have all season, but also display our skill set more than we have all season. All right, so number one, the first thing that we want you guys to nail moving in to the uh, finals weekends is your preparation. By this time, 
you should have had a fair bit of trial and error on what sort of preparation works for you. And what we want you to do this uh, week or the following weeks if you continue to move through the finals campaign is just to polish those um, things that you've learned throughout the week um, that are going to have you best mentally and physically prepared when you walk out onto the field. So I often talk preparation starts on the Monday uh, leading into the weekend. So whether that's the amount of hours you're putting in, the amount of um, uh, balls and that you're hitting and bowling, the amount of runs or kilometers you're doing, how you're preparing uh, mentally with your meditation and your game plan skills. So whatever you figured out that's worked for you during the week, we're not going away from that at all. We're just fine tuning. Yeah, and we're trusting. Mm. I hear often, how many times at this time of the year, Geordie, do you get a message from an athlete or even a parent finals cricket this weekend can you fit me in for a couple of extra sessions mm. yeah that is quite common actually <laughs> it's very common it's something that i think we would have done when we were younger too and whilst the idea of having an extra session is great to you know get yourself ready it's unfortunately what you're doing there is actually going away from the process yeah your processes which you've done all year and it could be one of two things it could be perhaps you haven't refined your preparation mm. and you need to spend some more hours in the week where you are understanding what you're doing at what particular time of the week and how that ties into preparing yourself for the weekend or more simply it's just trusting the process relaxing understanding that what you do on a monday what you do on a wednesday anything in between what you do before school on a friday all these things are playing a role in how you are going to perform come club cricket saturday or a grand final on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, we speak about high-performance behaviours away from training, and that ultimately is your preparation. Every decision you're making is either moving you toward or away from the result that you want to achieve. So just keep that in mind as we sort of make your way through the finals campaign that every decision you make, whether it's to arrive five minutes early or arrive five minutes late, it's as simple as those decisions that are going to you know, play a role, not just short-term, but mostly long-term too. Yeah, and also with your preparation this is also the time of the year where you want to be aware that you're not just box ticking these things are important things for a reason but they're not important for you to tick a box and tell yourself i've done that you're doing these things because you believe they have a positive influence on you um, executing what you want to do during the game on the weekend so at this time of the year if you do start thinking about more box ticking and then lead into if i do this it leads to that it can become that, uh, not negative, but that mindset that gets you stuck in thinking things are just done for the reason to do them rather than doing things for um, a positive outcome, still in the process, but a positive outcome means setting yourself up to achieve those results, yeah, if that put, makes sense. Yeah, it does, Cameron. I think to put, put it simply, rather than point one being preparation, point one will be purposeful preparation. Yeah. That is good. It's perfectly said, really. Well done, Jordan. All right, so we'll move on to point two now, which is actually back touching on what you said before, Cameron, around, oh, can I get an extra session in this week? Or, um, you know, what, what can I do differently this week to be extra prepared? This actually comes back to actually having a maintained mindset. So the mindset that you've had throughout the year, you obviously want to be able to maintain that moving into the semifinals. You don't need any extra pressure on you you're already going to feel the atmosphere of a semi-final. The air is different, the grass smells different. You already know. 
I think if you go there and you want to approach something differently, you're stepping outside your normal habits and you're creating more anxiety than you have to. So if we can continue to go through the week and then get to the weekend with a, a similar mindset and similar approach, then it just comes back to maintaining um, a present mindset. And that way we're just continually focusing on the next ball, the ball that's coming down at us, what we have to do in each moment, rather than thinking this is a final, we need to win to move on. If we lose, we're out. We need eight runs and over. If we can bring it back, we've maintained a mindset throughout the week and now we can be present on game day. Believe it or not, you'll actually have a better outcome more often than not. Yeah, definitely. It's. I think it's, it's also important to talk about and understand that finals cricket is a little bit different. If you do just tell yourself it's just another game, it's like these games mean more to us for a reason. But if you can identify moments in the game where you do see oh, i can make a difference in this game this game is at um, a point of uh, competition where i need to do you know abc xyz then it allows you to see that but then like jordan said then come back to the present moment it's in those moments the people that can identify the big moment but then tie it back to you being in the moment being present is what's going to be the difference to those that see the big moment but then get overwhelmed and think they have to go to a whole new level or change everything that they've done it's identifying those moments is one thing but then just bringing your awareness bringing your attention back to that present moment is going to allow you to to gain the skills that you've been working on throughout the entire pre-season and season as well yeah and i i think that actually helps cameron with uh the present mindset that way we can be aware when these moments come when we're often in the past drop catch or Maybe we've got a duck and we're in the field or we've gone for a few runs. We don't actually identify those moments clearly. Same if we're looking into the future. I've just, you know, gone for eight. I need to bowl a maiden in my next over to get my economy rate back to something that's respectable. And then all of a sudden there's a quick single to your fielding position where there could have been a potential run out. It's really important that this maintained mindset and this present mindset is our main focus because then you're going to be able to be aware and identify when those um, bigger moments in the game come up. Yeah, definitely. I've spent the last few months actually listening to some podcasts that Ivan Cleary and Nathan Cleary have been on, and they've spoken about some big moments in their last, in their final series just gone, and they've just released a documentary. And they haven't quite got to the grand final, if anyone's been watching the Panthers documentaries released on Fridays. There's going to be an episode coming up that they unpack what happens during the grand final. I'm super excited to see what it's like behind um behind the coach's box for ivan but he's been talking a lot about to his players throughout the final series about being present coming back to what you need to do as an individual in that moment what it's basically understanding that everything's a piece of a puzzle and what you do in one particular moment of a game is going to have a either a positive influence or hopefully it doesn't but there could be a negative influence of what happens and as long as you're staying present in the moment knowing what you're trying to do as an individual out there in the game then it's all part of the game plan yeah and i think a good just while you're on that point cam it's really good to understand that this is not a 100 percent success rate success formula this is just playing the percentages yeah that's right and no one's going to do it 100 percent of the time but except for penrith yeah well they haven't even done it as you can see they've um lost the world cup challenge last week but 
Um, now I've lost where I was going to go with Ivan Cleary. Yeah, so Ivan Cleary is speaking about <laughs> staying present with his players. Yeah, yeah. There, there was something else. I've completely lost my train of thought there. We'll cu- we can come back to that, yeah. but I think what we do is we move on to point three, which is sort of where we're where we're slowly heading with our... I've actually just come back to me. Okay, you'll just have to be left we, on a cliffhanger with point three. Just before we go, because after you stay present, like we spoke about, you going um in these moments you do identify when the big moments happen but then comes back to the present moment something that i really like that the panthers been talking about is then it's they they want to they have a phrase about like going after the game Mm. so like taking the positive option or the attacking option put in their um attacking mindset in place in order for them to give themselves like you said Jordy they're not going to win every time but they know if they step off the field and that's what they've done then they've given themselves the best chance and I think that's something that um, we'll talk about a little bit later too but can happen when you get to finals games you can just get stuck in your shell a little bit Mm. because you are worried about making a mistake Mm. but when you get to these big times big moments in finals games like we're talking about today these are the opportunities that we want to display our very best skills and the only way you're going to get there is if you do um, have that presence of mind to know what you're doing in that moment but then one step further to then take the attack take the game on so let's double click on that because i think that is fire stuff um what you're saying right there what does that look like as a cricketer when we're one we've maintained a mindset we're, we're present we're aware and we've identified that this is the time um, that we're going to hit the gas, that we're going to put foot on the throat. What does that look like? What's an example? Yeah, that's a great question. I straight away think they're like Ivan back to the Panthers. For them, like Ivan spoke about, they didn't win the grand final by doing no chipping chases and trying yeah. to throw a million offloads to go after the game. Like they're going after the game is structured. Mm. And so like if I try and think about that to like a cricket perspective, perhaps you've identified a moment and the simple bringing back to your present and then going after the game could just be showing a lot of energy. Mm. It could be as a fielder, showing a lot of energy, getting in, movement on and off the ball. It could be a batter, you know, just using your feet, walking at a bowler or running at a spinner or um, hitting the ball hard to a sweep or calling loud and, you know, looking for two runs. It doesn't have to be going after the game, you know, running in and bowling three bounces in a row and trying to intimidate the batter or a batter trying to hit three sixes in an over these things when we do identify them it's just more like nailing your intensity perhaps could be a word this is exactly where, where i was hoping you'd go with this cameron and this is by no means something that was set up this is exactly where i, I was hoping cameron would take this because one of the points we have written down here is understanding how to train with intensity i only think you can go to this moment that you're speaking about of of lifting intensity if you've been there in training. And we often Mm. speak about um, making sure training is at a similar level or even beyond the level you're playing a game. So I think this is a really important point now to speak about training intensity. If you want to get to these moments that Cameron's talking about where you can hit the gas and take the game to a new level within structure, you've you've needed to be able to do that at training prior. So often you hear Cameron and I speak about characteristics at training and often energy is one that comes up. Um, when we speak about those things and if you aren't committed to that at training it's going to be very hard for you to understand how to go there and when to go there in a game so again these things are all things that can be trained not just things that you sort of pluck out of anywhere it's not something that 
the Panthers have plucked out in the last 15 minutes of the NRL Grand Final to win their th- their third in a row. It's something they've trained, mm. and it's not it's not skills based. It's not hitting cricket balls. It's not bowling or throwing them. It's understanding the intensity you need to train that to translate that into a game scenario. It's unbelievable. Like that's tying it back to it's a grand final. You've identified there's a big moment in the game coming up. Mm. You're going to bring your attention back to the present moment and what you need to do in that present moment. And you're now one step further going to refer back to when you did that at training in order to give yourself the belief, the trust, the confidence to go out there and execute in a game because you've done it before. You perhaps build a bit of a process around how you've done that at training. Mm. And if you're aware enough, you might have even done this throughout the season in moments too. Perhaps not as big moments or match-defining or season-defining moments, but you do know that you've done it before so you've identified the moment bring yourself back to the present moment what you can do and then refer back to what you've done in training in order to give yourself the trust to go out there and execute it in the big game at the end of the season a grand final or semi-final and that brings us to our third point which is tying it all together is trust and it's exactly what cam said earlier when he was referring to the grand final in the nrl last year where the Penrith Panthers could have gone to chip and chases. Um, they could have gone to grubbers through the line, but they've just decided to lift intensity on the process that they've had trust in for the last three years. And, mm. and that's where you will see your results. Yeah, Ivan, literally, it's funny. We <laughs> Before we did this episode today, we were planning what we we're going to do on this podcast. I said, let's just talk NRL. Well, I've done a pretty good job. You have done a great job. <laughs> um, but Ivan did say, like, in that moment, that they wanted to just double down on what they've done yeah so it's like just the if that can't sink into you in the big moments that what you've done throughout the season and in training not just like season it's like years we've got some my peak athletes that have been with us for years even pre my peak days when geordie was doing rise and whatnot so these things are things that you have been doing for a long period of time now it's just the opportunity for you to go out there and trust everything you've done and actually like we started this podcast episode it's all tied in we've just spoke about henry seeing the results throughout a cricket season it's the exact same thing for you heading into a finals from a team point of view and you as an individual trusting what you've done in order to get the outcome for the team and, a, ju- and yourself yeah absolutely and i think that's that's the thing we want to think about going into the finals series as well is how can i bring my value to the team today it's it's all obviously always super exciting when we can contribute massively to team success particularly in finals i think it's also just a just a tack on the end of the things we've spoken about today understand there's so many roles uh, that you can play to bring value whether you're facing the ball or whether you're sitting on the sideline always try and find a way that you can add value the next thing we're going to talk about so there's our three things to prioritize ahead of finals just going to be some people out there right now listening to this going well that's all well and good but unfortunately i'm not going to be in the finals this season yeah and that's a great point cameron and that's going to be the case for different athletes throughout different seasons Um, it's just the nature of sport there can only be four tail depending what competition you're playing it could be only four or six teams playing finals and there's anywhere from 10 to 20 teams so you're not going to be playing finals every year so the next few minutes we're just going to run through some things that we think is really important for you as an athlete if you know you're out of contention finals aren't an option for your team how are we still maximizing the last remaining one two or three games in the season 
Yeah, and I think it comes back to our very first point um, for the players that are playing finals, and it still comes back to purposeful preparation. Again, you've really got to treat, when you start the season, you know you've got, let's say, 10, 15, 20 rounds, however many you're playing. You're not playing 19, you're not playing 14, you're not playing nine. There's always that one more week to go where you already know if you're playing finals, you already know if you're not, and if you're not, it's very easy to clock off. And the importance of finishing is such a skill, and you can learn that here as well maintaining that same preparation that you've maintained all year another opportunity to learn another opportunity to fine tune i think it's just super important that you maintain the intensity moving into this week yeah definitely and it's it's almost something we can touch on now it's like detaching your processes from the outcome so we spoke about just for the final series and people playing in big moments and identifying the part of the game where you want to bring yourself back to the present moment when you've got what you sometimes can perceive as nothing to play for, you hear that phrase a lot, that's where you have, like, you're attaching everything you do to the outcome of the game. We want to, yes, we want to win. We want to go out there and um, win seasons, win titles, lift trophies. But everything we do, it's like the we spoke about, and I don't know how many times the word process has been today, but it's all within a process to get the outcome, but it's not outcome focus. It's not the first thing we think about when we turn up to play a game of cricket or when we sit down to plan out a season isn't that isn't the winning factor. The winning factor is the beneficiary of everything you do. And like Geordie said, it's the understanding that everything you do week to week and season to season is impacting how you actually win. It's the same reason we make people run on a Friday night, not to score any runs or take any wickets or win any games the next day, but it's what it's going to do in the years coming. And I think it's so important that the quicker we can detach what we do now to the weekend result and understand it plays a role in our long-term success, the more pressure you take off the self, the more you start trusting, and the more you actually just start enjoying things that you're doing in the present moment. Yeah, and... I just coached a team that was in this situation and we knew that we couldn't play finals cricket and a few games to go, we ended up playing our best games of cricket all season. And I think a big there's a lot of factors that went in in our instance, but a big factor with that is we started to play a little bit more fearless cricket mm. because we did detach ourselves from the result. We come out of our shells and we took the game on, which we just spoke about everything in order to win a grand final. We went out there knowing that Perhaps if we made a mistake that day, the if the effect on our teammates and our season wasn't as big. Well, it's all well and good to do that in the last game, but as athletes and as cricketers, we want to be having that same process throughout the season, whether it's the first game, whether it's the last game and you can't play finals, or like we've said earlier, whether it's the grand final. So I think it's just important, and it can link back to those people going into finals now, like, if you do see these teams at the back end of the year, I know like being a team in the past, if you're you know fighting to make the finals and that last game you're versing a team that can't make finals, that's a that can sometimes be a scary opposition because they've got nothing to lose. They can go out there and play really attacking, uh, aggressive cricket, and that can often be as team that's clinging on to their season within their shells can be the difference between winning that game at the end and making finals or you end up missing finals because you played a team that had nothing to play for mm. so i think it's just really important i hope you understand in this opportunity that yes there's only a few um, rounds to go in the season but 
perhaps after these few rounds, look back on what you did and how you did it and how you can apply that throughout a whole cricket season, especially if you do see these last few games and see some really good results. We'll actually sit down, reflect, get your diaries out and reflect on what you did in order to make that happen. And I, I straight away think often it is detaching yourself from the result and going to trust in your processes a little bit more. Yeah, something that just came to mind, which I think can be super relevant moving into the finals, and it's what you <coughs> said just then that prompted me, Cam, was that um, the teams that are often in their shell compared to a team that's often playing a little bit more fearlessly can be the difference between those two teams and the result. And I just wanted to mention for parents listening out there, I think it's a really important to t- time to identify that how you speak um, and how you act around this time. If you have a younger athlete who's playing finals, is actually going to allow them to do one of two things. And it's going to be going into the shell, having that fear of failure, having that fear of letting that team down, or it's going to be the opposite. It's going to allow them to play with freedom, for them to trust their skills, and for them to actually not just play in a team, but hopefully get some winning results for that team. So if you are a parent listening out there, my advice to you would be even write down a few things that maybe you'd like to speak over your child over the weekend, or maybe things you'd rather not speak over your child on the weekend, because we all know how how much of a role parents play in the success of their athletes and teams. And sometimes it's almost the less you do, the better. Um, Yeah, it's that trust element. It's number three of the points. A a fearless athlete is is one to, to be worried about because they're the ones that are detaching from the result and going out there and taking the game on and and often that's the difference between winning and losing yeah definitely and like i said it's that number three of the three ways to prepare for finals it's just trust and that that extends from everyone it's trusting you and your preparation like we spoke about and yourself in the big moments it's trusting your teammates Mm -hmm. it's as a parent trusting your son or trusting the coaches or trusting the teammates as well as a parent, trusting your child's teammates to be there for your your child in those big moments too. So I think trust is a key word. Like the two things I've spoken about a lot today are process and trust. And if you think about teams, like I've spoken about the Penrith, Penrith Panthers winning three grand finals in a row, they're two words that I think, if you asked a lot of footy fans out there, they're two words that would get associated with the teams like the Penrith Panthers and teams down the bottom of the ladder. You're probably not thinking about the words processes and trust. So yeah, good luck to everyone who are moving into finals cricket. Again, it's an exciting time. Um, And it's one that doesn't always come around, particularly as you get uh, older and and move in towards um, whether it's grey cricket or even pathway cricket. It, It can be very hard to be playing in finals cricket, let alone a grand final. And if you're lucky enough to win one, so... To finish off, we'll give you a holistic tip of the week, um, which will relate to um, you playing in the finals. And uh, we're going to touch on mindset this week, some some mental tips. And the one we're going to give you guys is to try and identify some weaknesses in the opposition. Cam and I were speaking about this prior to coming on, and most teams would have played each other one, two, or sometimes even three times by this point. Um, so hopefully you've identified some things that um, you can target in the opposition, some weaknesses. Maybe it's um, particular bowlers to target maybe it's particular balls you want to bowl to certain batters so my advice to you would be sit down and and sort of jot down a few different plans um, to attack weaknesses of the opposition yeah definitely we spoke about at the start about sticking to your processes if there's things that you want to try and add to your game ahead of the finals this is what 
is going to make the difference. Hitting, having another session in the nets is not going to make a difference. In fact, it, it might make a difference and it might be a negative one, unfortunately. But things like this, identifying, okay, we've played this opposition team twice now. We've got, you know, little Johnny bowled twice or Johnny's hit two balls to deep mid-wicket off a spinner. Like these little things that you might be able to go to in the big moments just because you're sat down and actually thought about what worked well against that team in the past and perhaps they don't come off not everything comes off ahead of the big game but just you actually thinking about this is going to encourage more things to happen throughout that game when it is a big moment and that opposition member walks out to bat or comes on to bowl or or their captain makes a certain decision during a game well as exciting finals are we are also about to head into something even more exciting cameron the off-season's coming around, mate. So stay tuned for some future episodes because we have a very big off-season planned here at My Peak with some exciting things to announce in the coming episodes, um, which our athletes are going to be absolutely pumped for. And as always, if you're a listener here on the My Peak pod- podcast but not an athlete, please do not hesitate to reach out and get involved in a like-minded community uh, striving to be their best both on and off the field. Well, that couldn't have said any better myself, Jordan. Until next time... We'll catch you next time on the Mining Podcast.